You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Today on Ari Snapshots, we're chatting with Ari Director Dr. Hugh Becky. We're going to be talking about a recent paper published by Hugh, Michael Ashworth, and Ken Flower called Herbicide Resistance Management Recent Developments and Trends. So, this review paper covers recent developments and trends in herbicide resistant weed management in agronomic field crops. And as mentioned, it was written by Ari's director, Hugh Becky, Dr. Mike Ashworth, and Dr. Ken Flower. And today, Hugh was going to give us some more detail about the paper. Paper findings. How are you going, Hugh? Good, thanks, Jess. Now, firstly, uh, what prompted you to write this review paper? I guess it, it came out of discussions between uh, Mike Ashworth and Ken Flower when we're trying to uh, develop a roadmap for the next five years, what we're going to do in the agronomy program. And so this paper really summarizes our uh, collective discussions uh, around that. Uh, our future directions within RE. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah really interesting because we're going to go into a little bit more detail about what was identified. Can you go into some of the detail of the trends in herbicide-resistant weed management which you found in the paper? Yeah, certainly, and this is sort of a global perspective, so not just uh, in WA or in Australia. So the first one is that, interestingly, there's renewed efforts by industry in herbicide discovery, which is should be good news to uh, to grain growers here in Australia. There was a big 30-year gap after Roundup herbicide was introduced in in 1974, and then with the uh, Roundup Ready crops that came along in, in 1996. And so all the companies thought, well, glyphosate is going to solve all our problems. And so they really dumped their discovery efforts and, and decided not to spend money on that. And that was really a short-sighted thing. So there's renewed uh, discovery in herbicides, which is good news for growers, although the best estimates indicate that we won't get a new herbicide mode of action uh, probably for a few years anyway, uh, a really novel mode of action. Just a continuation of global trends are crops with stacked uh, herbicide resistance or herbicide tolerance traits. Whether it's in canola or in uh, in the U.S., this is most evident in their soybean varieties, where we're getting double and triple stacks of different herbicide resistance traits, like the Extend system in soybean, where you have dicamba uh, tolerance, and this is really just um, it's a bit of a, sh- a stopgap measure for industry to try and to manage uh, all the resistant weeds out there, mainly glyphosate resistant, but you know, not just glyphosate resistant, but resistant to a whole bunch of different herbicide groups uh, within weed populations. And so uh, until we get a new herbicide mode of action, uh, this is sort of the industry response to to give growers as much uh, flexibility as they can to, to manage their resistant weeds. It's funny, when I uh, first started out, there was a big shift from the pre-em, so the pre-emergent herbicides, to the post, because, of course, yeah. the post-herbicides were a much better fit in conservation tillage systems, you know, uh, direct seeding or, or no-till. But now uh, we're starting to see the flip side of that or the pendulum swing the other direction just because we're losing a lot of our post-emergence products, whether the group A or group B, uh, those come to mind. Uh, they're just, uh, there's so many... Uh, so much resistance out there in our weed populations, whether it's ryegrass or what have you. And so we're finding that growers are and relying on some of these newer uh, pre-em herbicides 
uh, whether it's Sakura or Boxer Gold or what, or even Trifluralin, which is an old standby. So, and they're making it work in a in a conservation tillage system, and so that's quite a change from uh, the 1970s when there was a real drop off in the in use of the pre-em herbicides. Another trend we found is that, and I think Australia is leading the way in terms of developing wheat competitive varieties of crops. We're targeting wheat, but also some of the other cereals, for example, barley. And this is um, work which is, uh, I think, is being led in Australia. And so we would like to try and, and move that along in helping the plant breeders to bring these wheat competitive varieties to market because it's just another non-chemical tool that growers can use along with their other good agronomic practices to help suppress weeds. And if they can do that, then that gives them the best opportunity to maybe reduce their dependency on herbicides, which is really a trend that we're trying to uh, move into going forward. I think um, the writing is sort of on the wall in terms of we have to become less dependent on herbicides, just like you know, in the medical community, we say we have to rely less on antibiotics uh, because of the threat of uh, developing uh, resistant strains. And so developing and, and bringing to market and and making sure those weed competitive uh, varieties integrate well with our current farming systems, I think, is where our RE can uh, maybe assist in that, in that regard. And so we're very excited about that. Globally, we're seeing uh, quite an expansion of harvest weed seed control practices. There's been active research and development ongoing in North America, uh, in Canada, in the U.S. And, you know, recently they did an evaluation of 20 key weed species in North America. And, you know, harvest weed seed control is very, very effective on 17 of the 20, so almost all of them. The other ones that they weren't effective on were weeds that tended to shatter early or just were not able to seeds enter, enter into the harvester. And so I think we're seeing a lot of movement in interest amongst growers uh, outside of Australia in harvest weed seed control. And even into Europe now, they're starting to investigate the potential for harvest weed seed control to manage key weeds like black grass in the UK, which yeah. is a very problematic weed. And, you know, there's a variety of harvest weed seed control techniques uh, you know, it's not just windrow burning or mechanical seed destruction. There's chaff lining and so forth. So if some of these uh, systems or practices can fit into these agricultural regions outside of Australia, I think that'll help, again, help us to, uh, to manage uh, the weed seed bank, which is really, is really uh, critical going forward. And I guess one other trend that, and there's been a lot of hype about this in terms of precision ag or site-specific weed management. Um, you know, we hear a lot of green on brown and, and green on green and so forth. And certainly in fallow situations here, again, I, again, Australia, I think, leads the way in terms of reducing herbicide use in fallow systems, just targeting the weeds. And there's a lot of excitement about the potential for green on green. In other words, site-specific or precision weed management within a crop we still have a ways to go. The big uh, obstacle we found is in terms of grower adoption. There's a big disconnect between the innovations that are ongoing, the technological developments, and then grower adoption, which has been very slow because, you know, you have all this data, but uh, growers need agronomists and advisors just to, to try and how do they take all that data and translate that into uh you know, something that'll work in within their farming system, work with their equipment. So RE is 
of focusing more on a on a more simple precision weed management system in terms of mapping the weed patches initially, you know, throughout the growing season, not just uh, early in the growing season, but uh, even near harvest time through various uh, precision egg, various sensors, and then using those prescription maps to to develop a very simple management plan for that growers can initially adopt at least. And so we think this might help to create more practice change in terms of uh, site-specific weed management because all the studies that I've seen show potentially um, a big economic uh, benefit from from being able to just manage the weed patches in their fields. And anecdotal information indicates that weed patches in fields or paddocks here are becoming a bit more patchy than they used to be because of harvest weed seed control or, or other practices. And so I think the time may be right with our recent developments that are outlined in this paper that we can um, maybe uh, make more progress in terms of growers uh, looking at a more simple precision uh, weed management system that they can adopt with you know, with minimal complexity and and something that they can maybe start off with. And then as their experiences grow, they can maybe, as technology advances, they can, you know, get more into the um, real-time weed management aspects. Yeah, cool. And at the top here, you mentioned that these findings have helped shape the agronomy program. Can you go into a little bit of specific detail about what the agronomy program will be looking at in the future that's been influenced by this review? Yeah, basically, the review was based on, as I mentioned, discussions between uh, Mike Ashworth, who's our RE lead agronomist, and Ken Flower, who works closely with us. And, and Ken has a long uh, history and experience with uh, agronomy and, uh, and also weed management. And so Based on discussions uh, with the three of us, we that formed the basis for this review, and that will form the, the basis for the next five-year RE program in, in the agronomy space, specifically related to um, uh, precision weed management. Uh, we'll be doing much more work in that area. How best to integrate uh, pre-em herbicides with uh, agronomic practices to optimize and prolong their uh, efficacy. We'll be looking at, um, as I mentioned before, wheat competitive wheat cultivars, varieties, and uh, rating those using non-destructive uh, measurements. And just to work with the National Variety Program to help identify those varieties, uh, we'll start with wheat, that are, very, that are most wheat competitive. And again, just to give growers more information about the relative competitiveness of different uh, varieties. So, and we'll also be looking at trying working with some of the pulse crops, whether they be chickpeas or lentils, just to try and uh, develop better uh, weed management packages for those, which has really been a, a weak link in, in those uh, in that particular crop type. So, those are some of the. Uh, areas that we hope to focus on in the agronomy program within ARI over the next five years. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for the overview, Hugh. Really appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. And if you'd like to read the paper in full, you can head to the ARI website and I'll put the link with this podcast or you can head to the publications section on our website and read all of our ARI papers. Thanks very much. Thanks very much.